So folks, welcome back to the show. So there's something going on right now um, in reference to the midterm races that is a very strong dynamic that's turning out to be in favor for the Democrats. What the radical Republicans are doing right now in terms of rolling back freedoms evidently is sticking with Americans. And it looks like uh, where we were a little bit despondent earlier in the year, it looks like that is turning around completely. Again, once again, it looks like the radical Republicans and their their agenda that doesn't really help Americans at the dinner table, that doesn't really help Americans with their health care and things that will help them thrive and not just survive. It's actually having a, a big effect on Americans right now. And that's what I wanted to talk about. And and folks, at the end of this, um, I've got a clip from Gavin Newsom that I want you to hear as well that sort of reinforces this. And I didn't even know it until I finished this segment. And at the very end of it, I was on Twitter and I found this segment uh, that uh, Gavin Newsom did. And it it's amazingly pertinent to what I'm saying right now. Now, I'm no strategist. I'm no uh, Democratic. You know, I'm just like you guys, right? I, I'm not paid to strategize but I can see trends and I know that we need to take advantage of this trend folks and and swing it to our favor but as we know Republicans have determined that seeking consensus right now with Democrats and independents for that matter it's no longer something they ascribe to Republicans do not want to work with anyone other than themselves and for some reason they seem to have this notion that doing things like overturning Roe versus Wade is going to help them do that, like it's some sort of populist wave that they're riding, and they're dead wrong. So, folks, it, it's going to end up biting them big time, but what radical Republicans are seeking right now is basically a divisive, scorched earth policy where when they do something like abolish Roe versus Wade, where they reverse the ruling on gay marriage that they're, that they're gunning to do, and ultimately where they water down the societal rules, the, the very societal rules that we have that bar things like discrimination. And, and to this, their defense is not to say that they're ruling back those rights, but that they're letting states decide whether or not to allow gay marriage, whether or not to allow abortion, and letting states redefine discrimination based on their individual feeling of religious freedoms. It, it's coming down to that, folks, if we let them do it. And they think that they're riding this populist wave, and they're not. I mean, they just don't get it. They're, they're not. And what we're seeing here, folks, in terms of the battle that the radical Republicans are waging right now are two different things. The first is with the Supreme Court. And let's just take a quick look. I've watered this down to its its bare elements. Here's what is coming up on the docket for the remainder of this year. There's a case called Moore versus Harper. And according to Axios, this case examines a legal theory that would grant state legislatures significantly more power over federal elections. So what we're watching here is that if the Supreme Court sides with the doctrine in question, it would grant state lawmakers the power over redistricting and election procedures, such as voting by mail. So one of the things you want to try to do is you want to try to control the population through voting legislation. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to affect the outcome. We heard from 
Wendy Rogers, state senator of Arizona. She thinks that this is going to give her the power to actually determine, not based on the vote of, of Arizonans, but based on the state legislature's idea of who should win an election. It's going to give her the power to do that. So this is this is how they're trying to get things done like this, folks. It, it's a hideous agenda that they've got. The next one coming up is going to be Merrill versus Milligan. And the court in February ruled that Alabama state officials are not required to redraw its congress, congressional district maps, which a lower court had said violated the Voting Rights Act by diluting black voting power. So what they're watching is a ruling in these in this case, upholding the Alabama district map could impact how lawmakers in other states draw their congressional district maps. And again, it's the way that they control power. Here's another one here, folks. It's called 303 Creative LLC versus Ellenis. The court is hearing a free speech case, First Amendment case, of a Colorado-based web designer who says she should not be forced to create websites for same-sex weddings under state law. Okay, so, I mean, I personally don't think I would go to somebody that didn't want to do this, but it does force the question that are are people allowed to discriminate on someone just because they don't like who they are? So what they're watching in this case is a decision in this case could potentially allow business owners to discriminate against marginalized groups, mainly the LGBTQ community, based on their beliefs, which is huge. So when I mentioned that the Supreme Court is looking to roll back rights, this case is an example of that essentially redefining discrimination so that states can make it easier to discriminate for not just this reason in this case, because someone is gay, but would apply to a lot of other situations and also to Americans that don't even identify as gay. For example, the key here, folks, by the way, is that the Supreme Court may be poised to allow discrimination based on a business owner's belief. How do you define a particular belief? Well, you don't. It's up to whatever is going on in their crazy little heads. You, you, can't, you can't say every case is the same. It's what he believes. Who knows what somebody is going to believe? And based on that belief, they can discriminate. And maybe, folks, just maybe, business owners will decide that if you have a shirt that they don't like, with maybe a slogan or a political statement, maybe it's a bumper sticker or something that may define you as somebody they don't like, a liberal, for example, based on their beliefs, it could be a reason to kick you out of the business or deny you service. Maybe it's a doctor, or maybe it's a nurse, or even hospital that decides it's against their beliefs to treat you because you're an activist like me who makes a point of not tolerating radical Republican hate and strongly believes something like women have every, every right to make their own decisions regarding their own bodies. Maybe it's you they won't treat because you feel as strongly about it as I do. There's no limit, folks, to how far this can go. And I think we've got an idea of how this is going to turn out, don't we? I think we know where this is going. And again, 
with these radical Republicans on the Supreme Court, for that matter, folks, it's all about being controlling and being divisive. A law that allows discrimination based on beliefs is incredibly dangerous, and that's exactly where we're heading as a nation. At a time where we should be coming together, we're being pushed even further apart. I mean, if you can imagine that. It's these culture wars, folks. We're out there, they, we're fighting them, but they're out there chasing windmills on these culture wars. And these are things that aren't going to put bread on your table. They're not going to help you pay for your kids' college education. It's not going to do any of that. It's not going to help you with health care. Just flimsy little culture wars that, that roll back rights that ultimately hurt Americans. And nothing in there helps Americans. Nothing. The problem here, folks, is that thankfully, like I said, Americans are waking up to what radical Republicans are doing and what they're up to. You can see it in the polling. In Pennsylvania, Dr. Oz is getting trampled by Fetterman. Literally trampled. In Ohio, Tim Ryan is advancing over J.D. Vance. In Georgia, Senator Warnock is out raising Herschel Walker. Thank God. So watch these key states and these races, folks, and I think you'll see the same trend that I'm seeing where Americans are fed up with the divisive, radical Republican agenda. And just like what happened to Trump, it's things like health care, it's things like jobs, and the future of America to allow an environment where people, where people can thrive and not just simply survive. That's what matters. We deserve to be able to have an America that allows us to thrive and not simply survive. What doesn't help any of that is a Republican agenda that's divisive and rolls back rights like abortion. What doesn't help America thrive is a radical party that wants to relitigate and remove rights most Americans think we should keep. Republicans are out there fighting culture wars, chasing, like I said, proverbial windmills, instead of focusing on things that will help America and Americans thrive, not just survive. That's what we want. It's a simple request. The whole time this is going on, and the radical Republicans are out there with their agenda, you know what? China and Russia are sitting there smiling because they know that Republicans are feeding into what they want as well, which is a divided America. Like I've said before, united we stand, divided we fall. And this divisive thing that Republicans insist on doing that's tearing the country apart makes no one more happier than Russia and China. We have to stop electing people, folks, who appoint people like Betsy DeVos, she was in the news today, the former Department of Education head, whose greatest accomplishment, according to Chalkbeat.com, was this. That power to polarize may be the most lasting piece of, De- of DeVos's legacy. The power to polarize. Like I've just said, folks, the one thing that all radical Republicans have in common is that there is an amazing ability within them to polarize and divide Americans. It's no longer about debate. It's about using a Supreme Court to push a radical agenda that rolls back established American freedoms 
relitigating culture wars that won't help, like I said, put a food on anyone's table or put their kids through college. For radical Republicans, it's all about advancing a radical, selfish agenda of wealthy elitists like the Heritage Foundation, the Americans for Prosperity Foundation, and the Cato Institute, and then using their little venues like Fox News and OAN and, you know, the rest of them to provide cover and public relations to Americans for that agenda. That's what a vote for a radical Republican gets you these days, folks. That's what it gets you. It empowers that whole establishment that will never help put your kids through college or put food on your table or health care in your back pocket. That's what a vote for these radical Republicans gets you. And Republicans, as we know, folks, they talk a big game to help Americans. We've heard it. We've seen it every day. But we still have yet to see Trump's health care package. It's been two weeks away for years and years. They talk a big game, and then they go ahead and pass tax cut and jobs, I say that in quotes, act in 2017 that just helped the rich and did zero, zippo, for middle and poor America. It's all about a wealthy elitist group here, folks, like the Heritage Foundation, along with the others I mentioned, controlling this country by funding key Republican legislatures and using people like Tucker Carlson to convince Americans that this is the right path, folks. We're good, they're evil, is basically the message that Tucker pumps out every night. It's a game for people like Tucker Carlson, and they're making millions playing this game while you struggle. Now, many Republicans see how relitigating and fighting these culture wars were t- will tear the country apart. Some do. Some get it. But listen to what the radicals like Charlie Smirk, I mean Charlie Kirk, are saying, folks. Have a listen to this. The Republicans in D.C. are so afraid of what they're actually creating. The Republicans are like, well, this is going to tear the country apart. No, no, no. You doing nothing will tear the country apart. You want to reinvigorate the country? Action, boldness. And yes, I know this sounds controversial, but peaceful and constitutional defiance of the federal government will actually strengthen the nation. B.S. Peaceful constitutional defiance of the federal government will actually strengthen the nation. You know what? You know what, Charlie? No, thanks. No, thanks. We've seen that so-called peaceful constitutional defiance on January 6th, and we don't want it. We don't need it because it's divisive and it tears this damn country apart, and we don't want anything more to do with it. We've seen it. We've seen the best that you have to offer, and we don't want it. Look at what they do, folks. Look at what they do. The Supreme Court, radical Republicans, just look at what they do and ask yourself this. How will defunding the public schools help America thrive in the next 10 years? How will rolling back freedoms for people help America thrive in the next 10 years? It won't. And that's the problem. You get it. I know you get it. I get it. We have to vote it out, folks. We have to vote it out. And you know, when I finished this piece, like I mentioned in the beginning, I took a look at Twitter and I saw Gavin Newsom, a successful governor, by the way, folks, as we know, in a successful state that happens to be a Democrat 
And he had this to say today, folks, and it's entirely on point. And I think we're on the same wavelength. We just talked about it in different ways. But here's what Gavin Newsom said, folks. Have a listen. You have to also recognize what you're up against. And right now, we're up against the ruthlessness of a Republican Party. And I say that not naively. I don't say that even blithely. That's not a cheap shot. You see what's happening to all the progress we've made in the 21st century. All of the rights that we in many ways have taken for granted that have been afforded since the 60s are being rolled back in real time. Yes. This is a totally different moment. And we have to wake up with a different mindset. And not just Absolutely. the old mindset in terms of just a collaborative mindset, a cup of tea, and everyone's going to work together to get along big ways uh, to, to advance the collective cause. And that's where the party needs to come in. Democrats need the Democratic Party, not the president, not a speaker, not a elected office holder. The party, the infrastructure, I think has to organize with more ferocity of focus, more determination to set the agenda, set the course, and put the other party on the defense. They are dominating the narrative. The facts aren't on their side, but they're dominating the narrative. And in this world right now, you dominate the narrative, you win. And that's what I'm worried about, and that's what I'm expressing. So what is... Folks, well said. Watch this space and keep an eye on Gavin Newsom, folks. We have to respond to what they're doing, as he said, with ferocity and focus. Let's do that. Let's get it done together. We'll take the midterms. We'll take them. Till next time, folks, I want to thank you for joining me.